When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reacting to the reaction video, reacting to the pandemic documentary on this episode of the Anthony on Air podcast. Plus, we remember the great Jerry Stiller and The Office actually had one epic reunion on Some Good News with John Krasinski. Welcome into the Anthony on Air podcast. Jay Sabs is here with us. How are you doing, Jay Sabs? Keep those Just fingers, great. Keep those fingers clean. Um <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering about that, go to the uh, go to the podcast episode that has the worst New York City subway story I ever heard, or it's called something like that. I don't know. Uh, and Frankie C is here with something clearly growing on his wall. Hi, Frankie C. How are you, man? Hey, good. <laughs> How's it going out there? Uh, this uh, that subway thing that was a few podcasts ago. That feels like ancient history. Yeah, time is in a weird vortex at this point, right? Like it is nothing feels right february feels like 10 years ago you know it's it's i clearly think it's easter right (laughs) do you want to address what that is or should we talk about it at the end of the show let's talk about it at the end of the show we'll we'll, we'll leave it to the end i think enough said i think it speaks for itself enough said it's it's corona (laughs) growing on your wall (laughs) that's what it is (laughs) (laughs) it's what does it look like that's what it is don't lick it's it. Whatever, or smell whatever it. you want it to be. I wouldn't touch that. In fact, if I walked into your house and saw that, I'd take a baseball bat to it first and then ask <laughs> questions later. That's what you want it to be. Is that it? Is, were you saying that's like a Horshack? Like we see what we want to see? No, it's not Horshack from Welcome Back, Potter. <laughs> it's a Warshack test. <laughs> you moron. I th- at least I think that's what it's how it's pronounced. Is it Warshack? Rorshack. Rorshack. What did I say? Horshack? Not Horshack. I think I got that from The Sopranos. I was just watching that episode of The Sopranos. Oh, God. <laughs> the best part about The Sopranos was how they misidentified everything. You ever notice that? Melfi would say something to Tony and then he would go and repeat it to his mobster friends. And it was. Yes. <laughs> It was always wrong. It was always just off. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Anyway, I thought it was a strawberry when I first looked at it, but you're saying it's a carrot. No, he's not mm. saying anything because he's frozen because of the internet, or because of coronavirus, or because he caught it. Yeah, he caught the cor- <laughs> he caught the corona. Um, what's weird though is uh, Ben Stiller announced the passing of his father Jerry Stiller Janine and then had to write in the first line that he died because of natural causes <laughs> look I at did this, see that look at the stupid smirk on Frank's face <laughs> <laughs> Frank why are you so happy about him dying he free <laughs> <laughs> He looks like he's smiling right now. That is a weather. That's a weatherman promo photo right oh, there. Oh yeah. 
It's going to be a high as 65 today. <laughs> Sunny skies. No chance for showers. That's Brian Fantana's <laughs> photo right there. That's his press photo. Oh. That is so funny. Um, I don't know if we're going to get Frank back. Mm. Let's see. Yeah. I think he's a it's goner. It's smirk. I know. That's just an awful smirk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's saying, let me back in. Yeah, there's nothing I can there's nothing I can really do. Anyway, I thought I thought that um I thought that that was like that was like a sad moment that speaks to the times of like Ben Stiller having to write like my dad died of natural causes because everybody would right. instantly assume that it was coronavirus. Right. How old was he? 90 something? 92. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I always liked him. Yes. Wasn't he just fantastic in everything that he was everything. Ever in? Everything. Even on Seinfeld. Even on Seinfeld. <laughs> you you hated Seinfeld? I can't remember now. I don't like uh no. Yeah, he was phenomenal on Seinfeld. He was good on King of Queens too, but I yes. feel like like they wrote him so well on Seinfeld like that character that he played was so outlandish all the time and right just amazing (laughs) always screaming always screaming you want a piece of me and ass man and (laughs) man's ear oh wow all that stuff there's so many great lines I mean listen Festivus this year is going to be hard to get through it's true well, who do you think's better, him or his son? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. I would have to say, I would really have to say that I, I got to give it to Ben because Ben is more of a leading man. Like Jerry Stiller. Yeah, it's true. He wasn't really, you know. In the early days, you know, when he had, uh, like, when he first started popping up and everything, like, yeah, he was a bigger deal. But, I mean, Ben went on to, like, write and star in massive motion pictures, and Jerry never did any of that. That's true. But, I mean, if you're asking, like, who would give you, like, the greater belly laugh, like, Ben Stiller, like, I like his work, but I, like, I don't know. His dad was was kind of funnier like in a one-on-one sense yeah I I agree like I laugh at Ben Stiller movies you know and I think he's funny in the movies and stuff but um yes but he's he also kind of he kind of grosses me out too Jerry Stiller or Ben Stiller Ben Stiller why in in that movie with the with the in his hair oh something about mary yeah like that movie that was the first movie me and gaetano saw in the movie theater like on and a, on a I date was, your husband on a date yes husband. yeah that was and really was, yeah yeah okay and i was like that was really gross <laughs> says janine Jizzfingers. fingers is that what you're and you know what 
Man, he's just gross in that movie. I don't know why. In something about Mary? Like yeah. his, his appearance, you mean? His appearance, yes. But then I loved him in Along, Com- Along Came Pop. Polly. Along Came Polly is one of the greatest movies ever. That movie is so hysterically funny. But the friend is funny in that one, though. Oh, yeah. That guy. <laughs> when he tries to be this big per- actor persona. Yeah. When he's really shit. And he's got the <laughs> He's got the fake documentary crew following him around. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Is he dead, that guy? Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's right. When he, did he die? He is very dead. He died a couple of years ago. It was super tragic. Oh. Hang on. Look Overdose, at right? Back from the dead. There you go. You were. Hey. Don't. Do, and he's eating a snack. Don't go. Yeah, what the hell? You were gone yeah, for like waiting. two minutes. You couldn't wait to. I was gone for seven of- minutes. Was it really oh, seven so minutes? I know what you yeah. got done in that time. <laughs> and you ate a piece of that carrot behind you. Yes, I washed my finger. <laughs> I ate some carrot. You got stuck on the worst possible frame that you could, your photo. You just. <laughs> oh, good. I didn't think it was bad, though. It wasn't like this. What, what did I look like? It was, you, you look like, it looked like the promo of, photo for a weatherman in 1976 like that's the smile you're that's, that's not bad the... take it <laughs> i always wanted to be a weatherman in 1976 did you <laughs> no so what did i miss Anything um good? we were talking Probably about not. no we, philip seymour hoffman god he died six years ago already he died oh, in really february of 2014 right that was a bad year a lot of people went that year i feel like was that was that like coming off of uh what's his name Joker? What was did he die right around that time? Uh, that sounds right. Um, Heath Ledger. That, Heath Ledger that might be. No, Heath Ledger died. I want to say ten years ago. Right now. Nine to ten years ago. That can't be right. That really? Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger died in two thousand and eight, twelve years ago. Wow. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was right around the same time of Heath Ledger. It's like only six sure. years apart. <laughs> no, we were talking about the movie Along Came Polly. It's a great movie. The beginning. It is. When he, <laughs> when he slips on the dance floor is like the funniest scene <laughs> in the last 10, 15 years. I thought you were talking about when he catches his wife doing the guy with the flippers on. That's funny. Good too. scene. Not That's the funniest funny scene. scene. That's my favorite scene for the movie, but okay. The the most Two cr- great scenes. The Go cringy ahead. part about that is when he's on the bike with him afterwards. When oh, <laughs> he's yeah, <on> that's... <laughs> all right. We were We were talking. Hank Frank Azaria Hank... got ripped for that. Hank Azaria. Yeah, oh yeah, he did. I know. Yeah, he really did. Which is crazy. Um, it, Hank Azaria. See, now we're getting into forty different things, but. I love, I love talking about this stuff. Frank, we were talking about... Um, Janine asked me who's funnier, Ben Stiller or Jerry Stiller. And I said that Jerry Stiller is hilarious in his own right, but I would have to say Ben is funnier. But when you look at all these films, though, it, it, they don't happen without Ben Stiller. But Ben is never really... He never really has the big laugh. Like in Along Came Polly, all his big laughs... He's usually the straight man. He's usually the straight man in these movies. Yeah. And the jokes are like 
about him about towards him right which is hilarious but whereas jerry stiller's jokes you you were laughing at like you were laughing because he was doing something hysterical right and i feel like we're not familiar our generation is not really familiar with the majority of his work yeah the pre-seinfeld stuff a lot of us yeah him and his wife they had a whole a whole show that nobody you know you can't get it now i don't know where you could find it but he did a whole thing with his wife. It was like a skit show, I believe. Sketch, yeah. You know, comedy yeah. show. But Hank Azaria, like, I think about two roles where he was just so good. Along Came Polly is one, and then the other one is The Birdcage. Yep. Mm. He was great in that. Like, he I is... Mean, you know, the Simpsons. He's a million voices on The Simpsons. He's a million right. voices in The Simpsons, but as far as, like, an actor goes, like, that you could, you know, not in animation, like... Which is weird, too, because I feel like he never really gets, like, a leading role ever. Hank? Hank. What, wasn't he, he in um, one of those little blue things? Smurfs? What are they called? There you go. Yeah, he was Gargamel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny story. He was actually promoting Smurfs in Manhattan. He was dressed as Gargamel. And he was like going up to people and nobody recognized him as a character. That's right. So people were kind of avoiding him, thought he was just like a crazy person. And well, I'll they, tell you they, something with that. They couldn't too. pull it off. God. When he was filming that movie, where I used to work, it was like two blocks away. So I happened to like just go and see if I could see him. And I did see him. And someone thought I was an extra in the movie. So they were like, uh, cut, he- cross the street again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Did you end up in the movie? I, n- I never saw myself. But then again, I Did think I look? only saw it once. Yeah. Oh, you got to look for yourself. But I was like trying to take pictures with my little small phone as I'm passing him. I did yeah, get them. They though. probably cut you out then. I don't think they <laughs> right. used that shot. <laughs> my grandfather was in a movie like that. I forget. Mm. I forget which one it was. It's with... Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What, what's his name? Matt, Matthew Broderick. Okay. The one where he's in the movie with, I think, Marlon Brando. Does he do a movie with Marlon Brando? Oh, The Grat. Um, the. Uh, it's funny. Not The that. Graduate. I was freshman? About to, the Freshman. That's out. Because I was about to say The Graduate. Oh, really? I'm like, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at if you look in the freshman, there's a scene where they're going into like the club or whatever, and you just see my grandfather walking with two grocery bags <laughs> in the background. <laughs> That's hilarious. He didn't even I was an extra he, he he didn't even know he was in it. My grandfather was the type that never said two words to anybody, like just never spoke unless he absolutely had to. Like past the past the the sausage and past the meatballs was basically his that was his whole vocabulary. What else do you need? So, like, I just remember, like, one of their, one of his friends, like, called up one day. He goes, do you know you're in a movie? He goes, no. <laughs> he goes, you're, like, you could, like, you're clear as day, like, just walking behind Marlon Brando in this scene. And he, he's, like, you didn't notice, like, cameras or Marlon Brando? He was, like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, anyway, Janine, you were an extra in a movie? I, I wasn't actually a real extra. Um and along the distance with Dustin Long and Drew Barrymore. Going the distance? Going the distance. Very good, Frank. 
And, I don't even know um, the movie. I just it sounded better than Along the Distance. I don't think it was good that he knew that. I think that's embarrassing. Talk about me right. and Notting Hill. <laughs> Drew Barrymore is great. Justin Long is good. Go ahead. Um, it took all day to film this like two minute scene. Yeah. And it was in a club, and all you had to do was de- like keep dancing. That's it. To no music, right? Or did they play music for you? Um, first they played no music, and then they put the music in. Like we heard it later. Right. It was weird. Yeah, they can't do that. So because they sync up all the shots with whatever song they decide to play. Right. Which um, is such cool. a weird thing, because then, like, y- are you dancing to the same beat as everybody else? Right. Like, that's an odd... That always happens. Whenever you watch any movie, look at people dancing around and never on the beat. No. I was like, well, how, what kind of beat is it going to be? Slow. Oh, fast. <laughs> Man. <laughs> how did you not stick out? How did they not give you the, the leading role after they saw you? <laughs> after they were like, Drew Barrymore, get the fuck out of here. Come on. Yeah, stop upstaging Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. <laughs> so were they in the scenes? Drew Barrymore and Justin Long in the scenes? Yes, they were. They were? Cool. And um, they had just, like, started dating secretly. And someone, in, I guess, contacted the Daily News and two days later said that they were, like, seeing each other again because they were, like, kissing between scenes. And my friend swore it was me. That oh, I contacted Daily News. You... <laughs> but I swear I did. I never knew that they dated those two. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Probably for a minute. Um, I did background. I did a background thing once. It was not a big deal Ooh. at all, though. Did you ever do that, Frank? I'm surprised you never did. Um, no, I was production assistant on a few things, but I never. I don't think I made it on camera at all. Oh, Which a couple movie? of movies. Yeah, I did. Uh, well, oh, it was commercials. I remember this. Was this before? This was right out of college, right? Yeah, out of college. I was an intern, and then I became production assistant for that company. And we did some commercials for ESPN and a couple other places. But ESPN was the big one. And fam? Pretty cool. That was that first time when you were like out of college, and it's like six months in, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to skyrocket to anything here. <laughs> Oh, many a panic attack occurred that year. <laughs> what am I going to do with my life? Yeah, it's just I'm like, not in school anymore. Now I have to work. That was that. Yeah, that was that exact time period where you're like, the year. where you're like, wait a second, <laughs> they've been building me up my entire life to graduate college, and now I'm a college graduate. And I'm getting coffee. Yeah, they, go, and... they go here. You go. Yeah, just go out into the world now and do what you got to do. And you go, what? Ages ages zero through eighteen, they're like, just go to college and you're gonna be great. Everything will be fine. Day after college, you're no. like, what the hell? <laughs> what, what am I gonna do now? What is this? <laughs> um, I did. It's scary. Yeah, it is scary. I did. It's funny that you said that thing because I remember, and I feel like I told the story not that long ago on the podcast. But we, I was a production assistant, but we saw a, a movie filming once. And it was the Royal Tannenbaums, and Ben Stiller could not have been nicer to That's us. That's right. He was nice to you. He was so sweet. And uh, the Fonz was there, too, and he, Henry Winkler. He was nice to us. That's what we were talking about. It was only a couple episodes ago we mentioned that. But Ben That's Stiller right. was like a sweetheart of a guy. 
Weren't you also in the crowd for uh, anger management? That was a, at, yeah. at Yankee Stadium. That was a story I was going to tell. So I did the same thing you did, Janine. Was anger management at Yankee Stadium. I don't even remember how I found out about it. I want to say it was through Avery and Nicole because they did it with me, two two, uh, people that we knew at the time. And um, that was, it was Adam Sandler. All we knew was Adam Sandler's filming a movie at Yankee Stadium and they need people to sit in the crowd. And I was like, I think we were in college at the time. It came out in 2003. Three, so I might have been just yeah, then that's college. college. Oh, yes, it was. Co- you're right, that is college. So we were in college, nothing else to do but a driver's license. So we drive up to Yankee Stadium, and we sat there, and they did. It's so funny because you're like, I wonder if any, but like, it, it was so. This was like the early days of the internet too, like 2003. Mm. You're talking about what, like eight years into the internet. You know, so when something I'll post online, you're like, is how do a lot of people even know about this? Like, or, or is, you know, right. who's going to be there? Thousands of people were there. Of course. Right. Yeah. And and they just they shuffled us around Yankee Stadium to sit in certain sections because then they just cut out your whole section and they just duplicate the crowd. Right. In you know, in the, in the whole thing. So we got to see some of that. Um, I just remember like a couple of things that always stuck with me. The warm up guy was hysterical. Like, you know, when you do a TV show or you ever go see a TV show taping, there's always a warm up guy who comes out and does like a shtick and gives away prizes. They had one of those guys there and he was just going on and on about how he was like this. He's like the biggest warm up guy in the game. He, he's like the Adam Sandler of warm up guys. It's like everybody calls him to do warm ups. And I was like, I can't remember his name. I don't remember his name, but I was just like, I can't believe this guy makes a living just talking on a How mic. How fun is that, right? A, yeah, I was like, I want to. Now that's a cool job. I was like, I want to do that guy's job. You um, gotta be funny though. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta know what you're doing. No, no, I don't mean that. Fuck you. None right? of us are yeah, funny. Fuck you, dude. I mean, you have to do like a stand-up comic and well, yeah, entertain yeah. a crowd of thousands. You have to know how to do that, right? Big deal. And you that. have to be funny live by yourself. Easily done. Right. I could do, do that all the time. Easy. That's easy. Done. Why don't I do okay. this now? It's even it's even easier in front of a crowd, too. That's when it's even easier because people are like dying to laugh, you know? Anyway. That's true. Um, I remember that. Pissed off. I remember uh, Sandler on the field playing catch. Like he was like, I just remember thinking like he's a down to earth guy because he was just playing catch with like people on the set. Um, I think Rudy Giuliani was in the movie, but I didn't see him there. That it was two nights. I only went one night. Like one night was good enough for me. I same thing. I was there for like eight hours, and it was a nighttime game in the movie. So we got there and it was late, and they like filmed till like two three o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! And okay. I just remember you didn't even get to see an actual game. No, there was there was no game. It was all just scenes. Like it's one scene where he runs through the crowd to find her and at the game. So we got to see right. that part, and I was really close for that one, but I'm not in it at all. Like it would even matter. It would be a split second. <laughs> um. And then there was a couple of other scenes that like that were close to the stands that they needed it for. And I know they they did a second night, but I didn't go back for it. And I think that was like the Giuliani night. And like that was like the night where like all like 
there were like actual like guest stars there, like other people there. There was nobody there. I don't even think that Jack Nicholas Jack Nicholson was there. I think it was just Sandler. Yeah, I don't he, think he was in that scene in the movie. Yeah. Cause he had to, yes, yeah, because he's at Yankee Stadium, but I don't think you even really see him. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But then there was like stuff on the Jumbotron and we were like, oh, how crazy interesting is all that? And then I just remember like we broke for lunch and I just kept thinking to myself like, oh, like, I wonder what like a Hollywood lunch is like, you know, because we're on set and everything. You know? Wasn't anything. I know. <laughs> it was the it was coldest, a bag of chips. <laughs> most disgusting turkey wrap you could ever mm-hmm. imagine from a gas station. <laughs> and and like, yeah, a bag of chips. Like that was it. Hey, they got to feed a, a couple thousand people. That's what you get. Of course. Yeah, right. of course. But, you know, like the first time you ever go to something, they're like, oh, wow, this must be amazing. And then I just remember them just like begging people not to leave because it was yep. like 2.30 in the morning and <laughs> people were exhausted and they're just doing the same crap over and over again. And like Sandler's dicking around the whole time. So you kind of feel like, who cares? You know, like, you know, but people are like setting up lighting and doing all the things that they need to do or whatever they're doing. It was it was I was glad to do it. I was like, I'd never do this ever again. <laughs> It was just bizarre. And then I that had sounds a, like fun. I had to do. It yeah. is fun. It's fun to do. Like it is fun to do. It is. Once fun to do. It makes you think like thing. if if you're in the crowd and there's thousands of people that are extras. You could be just like a guy in the background that just like, I don't know, just whips it out or something, you know? Yeah. How are they going to catch that? We're just learning so much about your sexual proclivities throughout this whole podcast. I'm just saying, if you're in a crowd of a million extras, how they gonna? They can't look at every single one and see what you're doing. I think there is. So if you you know, you give the camera the finger, maybe they don't catch it. It makes it into the movie. Did you learn that from your dad? (laughs) Did I learn that from dad? Is that what you said? Your dad. (laughs) Why would I learn that from my dad? Because he's done background stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but why would I learn how to give the camera Son, the finger? The success, the key to success is just whipping it out. <laughs> Frank's dad was he all over. He did say that. He did coin that phrase. Frank's dad was all over the Irishman, so much so that I had to stop it and text you when I saw it. Because I didn't you know still he still have not seen that movie. I didn't know he was going to be in it. Shut up. And I you just you really, like, recognized him? He, he clear as day. Like, clear as I'm like, your dad's in the Irishman. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I see him again, and I had to text him again. I'm like, he's all over this movie. <laughs> oh, I have to watch he's this in, movie then. It's funny, because he's in two separate um, crowd scenes. One crowd is in, it's supposed to be in New York. It's at, like, a rally for um, Jimmy Hoffa. And the other rally is supposed to be in Florida. And obviously, they're both in the same place. They were filmed, it's the same crowd, just wearing different clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find. Oh, you have a screen cap a picture of, my, yeah. Um, John yes. Krasinski on some good news. While well, Frank's looking for that, he uh, you found it. Yeah. Well, here he is, circled right there at the at the <laughs> crowd. It. He he actually made it. He was in the clip at the Oscars. So he was <gasps> when they showed when they when they showed really? the. Uh, that's yeah, not that's not even that. the best shot of him. There's another shot where he, the camera. No, like, there is. He's just in front, like. They're panning the crowd of these guys who are listening to Jimmy Hoffa speak, and he is center frame, like, you know, just on his face. Oh, here he is. Right. Yeah, that's the second one. 
Right. Oh, come yeah. on. Oh, my God. That's oh. such a good shot. The first one, though, was even better. The first one is still the best one that, that you haven't shown yet. I don't think I have that one. Yeah, I don't think you yeah. It's the one with his wiener out. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, John Krasinski reunited the cast of The Office for some good news. Um, this couple, this is really endearing story. This couple gets engaged the same way that Jim and Pam do at a gas station. And they send the story into John Krasinski. So he takes this and he has them on his uh, show. And he's like, this is really sweet. He goes, and you guys invited me to the wedding. I unfortunately can't be there unless we decide to do it right now. And then he holds up a uh, or, ordained minister certificate that he got on the web five minutes ahead of time. And he's like, do you guys want to get married? And, um, you know, just Google this. You'll, you can see it if you want to see the video for yourself. I'm not going to link it up, but... Uh, it's so sweet. He he arranged to have the couple's parents there, so he had them included on the Zoom. So he sees you see like them pop up in the boxes, and then he has Jenna Fisher come on, so she can be the bridesmaid for the, you know, because this couple just that's like really cool emulates them. And then so they actually go through the ceremony. They marry them, and then he John Krasinski goes. There's no ceremony. Uh, you can't have a wedding without having the after party. And starts playing the song that is like the montage of the uh, Pam and Jim wedding. And slowly all the office characters pop up on on screen. And they're all doing that choreographed dance that they did down the aisle. <laughs> that oh, is I awesome. Love that. It was incredibly sweet and very funny. Oscar is still one of the greatest dancers ever. The face that he <laughs> makes when he's doing his dance is priceless. Uh, Dwight Rain Wilson kicks his wife in the face just the same way he kicks the bridesmaid. <laughs> bridesmaid. Really funny. Meredith is drinking, but maybe the funniest else? clip of all is they, they're on Brian, who's Kevin, you know, from the office, Brian Baumgartner, I think is his name. They're on him and he's doing his like dance, whatever. And then whoever's filming him pans down and he's wearing tissue boxes on his feet. Just the same exact way. That's amazing. That was the episode. <laughs> like, it was just so. For an Office fan, for a diehard Office fan, it's a can't miss. Like you got to see this little. Oh, I have to that watch is it huge. They even that got Steve imagine, imagine the uh, the artist takes like uh, takes down a uh, copy, puts a copyright thing yeah. on the uh, on the song. I, I thought of that too because he's playing the song loud as that. Like <laughs> yeah, they're right? gonna pull Oops. this down. <laughs> oh, gotta take it down. Do you know the obviously the ongoing issue in the world right now that if you say that like on this podcast, like if you say that. YouTube will demonetize the video. I had to go back and and put up an if appeal you say in. What? If you say the name of what's happening in the world right now, if you say that Get name, yes, yeah, swear to God, there, 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 which has become a real point of contention in the free speech world because it's like you should be able to say whatever you want to say. <laughs> she means mouthing. Well, it. that's not like a that copyright word? thing. That's that just word. a word. It's the name of the thing. There's so much. Um, disinformation happening right now there's so many people going online and making videos that are saying the wrong thing to do and you do you mean like starts with c ends with arona (laughs) right yes now really uh, there's so much misinformation about literally everything yes i mean when you gotta you can't police at all literally a lot of people say that YouTube shouldn't have to police anything, that it should be a part yeah. of free speech, that you can go online and say anything, which is a valid Agreed. point. It's a valid point. But then I mean, then you have people that are saying things and other people are going, oh, okay, 
I saw it online. And they go and do yes, it. But and then and then YouTube people should is realize held. that they're valid. They're, they're where they should go for the correct news should not be some guy on YouTube that nobody ever heard. It should be Are you, you sure, know, officials. But just look yeah, at where don't you, get your news from me. But just look at where YouTube is right now. You have you know, whatever sense of authority there is, right? With God, I'm scared to say that, but cable news, which is so awful. Um, <laughs> and you can have some just schmo on YouTube look just as good, and both of those videos are sitting right next to each other, and you, you know, you can't really tell who's who. Yeah, but you got to be able to say, all right, this, you know, this is just some person. There's a handful of news sources that everybody should be familiar with. And the rest are taken. Take it with a grain of salt. I know. Well, all of it should be taken with a grain of salt. I don't know if you but, heard this, but there's a great distrust in news sources these days, and people feel that crowd. So people don't trust news sources, but they'll trust Joe Schmo on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Frank. Okay. <laughs> Basically, I mean, when you look at that pandemic video that we did the reaction to, like, it was super, super well produced. And the first yes, thing. It was. The first thing that I said to Janine was the reason why I didn't watch it was because it was so overly produced, mm -hmm. which a lot of people had took issue with, which you could tell by just looking at the comment section. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, the so one guy the didn't comments. even watch it. What the hell? Like, he didn't even see it. He's commenting on it. This guy sucks. Yeah, why well, judge when he didn't watch it? Nobody, nobody. Just. Nobody. There's so just. much. There's so much negativity online. It's unbelievable. There's plenty to go around for sure. Frank, I, uh, this is the what? world. I can't wait to this see what they're the going to say about your strawberry in the back there. <laughs> yeah, Carrot. my orange strawberry. Or the Arona C. Um, so yeah, so YouTube, so YouTube, because they lost a lot of advertisers over a lot of different issues. So now they're hypersensitive on these things and they're policing mm. a lot of this stuff and they're taking it down or they're just demonetizing it, which is essentially the same thing. Yeah, no, there should I don't be. A, like there's got to be a different way to do it. I mean, if you if you're gonna have advertisers for these videos, there's got to be a way to 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 show like to, there's a certain type of video. Well, that you could because do. that's like, the other thing a, too. If it's supposed to be a news video, there shouldn't be maybe. Uh, I don't know. There should only be certain types of advertisers. I have no idea. But the I, other, I'm not gonna be the one that solves it. But the other thing too is is forget the people that are just dumb enough to listen to other idiots. You also have an advertiser and they give YouTube $40 million. And then they say, I don't want my ad to run up against some idiot just talking about stuff he doesn't know about. Right. And I feel like, isn't that the whole, the whole idea of YouTube idiots talking about stuff. They have no idea what they're talking about 10 years ago, but not anymore. I feel like that's what it is now. Ten, Even if ten it's years like... ago, ten years ago, you didn't see an ad for any reputable, you know, fifteen years ago, I should say, twenty. You didn't see, you know, Tide or McDonald's or anything on digital advertising, but now you do. You see it all over the place, and there's yeah. there's an ungodly amount of material uploaded to YouTube every minute. There's no single way you can police that with a human being. Yeah. Oh. There should be an understanding or maybe a disclaimer. This advertisement does not reflect the views of the video, you know, whatever it is. People need to understand that the ad has nothing to do with the video. The video has nothing to do with the ad. They're just matched together because ads have to go with the videos. 
I agree, but unfortunately, a bunch of people complained, and advertisers scare easily, and so that's thus we are where we are today. So, that's that, my friend. I hear you. People are too sensitive, or not sensitive enough. I don't know. Again, I'm not gonna be able to solve any of this. <laughs> um, any? What are you any... looking at me for? Oh, okay. So fi- I have a final thought. Streaming over the weekend. Let's start with you, Janine. What'd you stream over the weekend? <sighs> not happy with our choice. Where'd you go with? We watched. I missed it again. Um, What'd you say? I said I'm not happy with our choice. It was Extraction. What? Uh, which... Which service? Netflix. Okay. And I think it was the most viewed movie in such a short amount of time. Is that right? Which is, yeah, which is why we watched it. Who's, who's, in, uh, who's in it? Okay, you know those two brothers? Oh, God. <laughs> the guy with the face. Hemsworth? <laughs> two brothers, actors. Extraction, one was married, Chris two. Hemsworth. Yes. There you go. There you go. Okay. And I don't know. I Not just good. felt like it wasn't be- it wasn't believable. Is it a typical it action movie? It was. And usually I don't mind them. I I like them. Like the one with Mark Wahlberg, I really liked. But this it was one specific. Um it was just like a Netflix movie that he made. A black market mercenary who has nothing to lose is hired to rescue kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. But the murky underworld of weapons dealers and drug traffickers, an already deadly mission approaches the impossible. What's so hard to believe about that, Jimmy? Come on. (laughs) Did you choose this or did your husband choose it? No, it kept coming up in our queue. And I was like, all right, let's watch it. And he was like, okay. And I'm like... After I'm like that was two hours wasted. Oh God, it was two hours. Yeah, yes. it wasn't even like an hour and a half. It was two hours. And which Hemsworth was it? Chris. Um, yeah, Chris. Chris. Who can tell the Who's difference? Who's the other one? I'll be honest with Liam. you. I didn't even know there were two until like four days ago. One was married to like Miley Cyrus for a while. Yes, I believe that's the Not one that, that was married. One. It was Thor. Thor was in this one. No, Thor's brother. The other one, Liam yes. Hemsworth. Yes. Oh, you didn't even get the good Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no good. Is Chris Hemsworth? Maybe that's Thor, why. Is he the laughing? Liam's the Liam is Thor, right? Yes. N- oh, Liam is. Or is Chris Thor? I keep I mix them up. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Chris Hemsworth. I think I think yeah, Liam is Thor. Um, I streamed a movie over watch? the weekend. What? The Princess Bride. Chris is Thor, by the way. Uh, oh, you did. Saw The Princess Bride, finally. What'd you think? Come on. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I hate you. <laughs> Me too? <laughs> yeah, I hate you too. I have a couple of Comments? thoughts. I have a couple of thoughts on this. Oh, let's hear it. I don't... I, I really feel like we need to name... We need to put a name to this where... There is a really good movie, but it gets built up so much by your friends that when you finally see it, you're like, you can't possibly like it. Like it almost becomes (laughs) impossible. Like, like unless like it's almost like there is a window to a film. And unless you see that film in that window, 
once it closes, it's it's no longer good. Like the Blair Witch Project. I remember seeing the Blair Witch Project being like, sh- like before we knew and being like, damn, like what the hell? And now you go back and look at that and it's such trash and garbage and so stupid. You're right. Yeah, that's an extreme. That's an extreme example. But I feel like there's, you know, there's just something like where some movies age so well and are so so that are almost even better 20 years later for whatever reason and then there's other movies that will like a piece of fruit will just spoil and and are no longer (laughs) great you know because then all right so here's the thing with the princess bride i've heard frank and other friends use lines and and recite lines from them for so long antonio yeah, and like think, oh, that's kind of funny, whatever. And then like the line came up in the movie, and I was like, that was it. Like that was the that's what they've been reciting <laughs> this whole time. When you think about all the great lines in in cinema, and like, first of all, oh. Princess Bride is probably one of the most quotable movies out there. I get it. Like it there was like a th- there's like probably two dozen quotes from that movie alone that are like widely known yeah it 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 was just it's so like first of all peter falk is great like he is just peter falk is peter falk no matter what all he was doing was reading the book he's so good though he's like he's like and he's like you know like flipping the pages and everything like he was great do you want me to read this or not (laughs) all right here we go I bet Frank knows the entire movie. I bet you're or right. close to it. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like I've seen it, and I can never imagine a scenario in my life where I'm like, I'm gonna turn on the Princess Bride and watch it again. No, thank you. I have to ask you, when you watched it, was there other things going on? No. Or did you sit down? Ask just you in the movie. My, no, you me watched and, it. Me and my wife, we chose. To watch it, we had very we have very limited time with streaming. Did your streaming. wife see it? Yes. Before? Yes. Yeah, she's okay. seen it. She no, she had never saw it before. No, she oh, she really? watched it with me. Yeah, she watched it with me. She she was what not like we. I'm trying to think of the moments that we did laugh. There was a couple of like funny moments. Um, I loved Billy Crystal. I thought his scene was was good. But again, I like, think you have to have. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. I've heard to Blave forty thousand times in my life, and I was expecting this great like thing, and it was just, it was just a line that was said. It was just like, yeah, that's what it is. They're lines. What do you want them to do? <laughs> Say it on top of a mountain with lightning behind. What are you expecting? It's a movie. That, that, but that's my point. Like, w- was it built up too much? You know, after all these years, after all the quotes, you telling me I gotta watch it. You know what I'm saying? It's a Rob Reiner film. This isn't the Avengers. Okay, so that's but that's the other thing. Like I, I so I go back. You gotta go in knowing that too. I go back and I, I am maybe the biggest Rob Reiner fan of all time. Like every one of his films, Spinal Tap. Um, that was a good one. When Harry met Sally, a few good men, the American president. Like I am all over this guy as a director, like everything he's done. I have friggin' loved, like loved. 
and this one was just no. and it was you have so... to have the sabatino humor i think no you don't it's a widely accepted movie as one of uh, it was out of coming out of the 80s was a great movie see and that's when i don't it didn't get... have all special effects it didn't it, it was just a fantasy and it wasn't like most hilarious comedy it was just a cool story with cool characters that's the other thing too i didn't even think the story was that great <laughs> i hate you like oh. it's just really not that great like the guy is like a farm boy and then he disappears and then he, you don't really see what happens to him and then he comes back she's as, forced to marry the king and then she's going to commit suicide and, you know, but now she, he comes back but doesn't recognize there's so much going on and there's a giant there's the eels there's sword fighting okay sword here's the fire here, swamps here's a, okay here's another example i love the movie forgetting sarah marshall I oh yes love that movie like i will laugh at that movie non-stop start to finish every line okay in that movie the the main character i think his name is peter he quotes mm -hmm. the princess bride Right, like anybody want peanut butter or whatever that line is, that was funnier than the original line in the, in the actual. I agree. Movie. And I, I don't... hate the both of you right now. Please, in the comments, in the comments below, please show us your your opinion on on the Princess Bride and show these two that they are in the minority of the world. It just wasn't a good movie. This pacing stinks, and I and that's your even pacing a... stinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's even allowing that's even adjusting for 80s pacing in films like i was taking it all into account it was just like, like it was just okay yeah it was really right. just okay you weren't going oh my god that was great after you watch it right there was no like hysterical premises or things no, you don't I see agree. coming or genuinely no, it's not supposed to be funny hysteric. lines it's a, it's a classic that's all it is I don't know why. It's a I cult just, classic too. I never got into that one. No, you're using cult classic as an as an excuse for why you think it's funny, but it's not a. No, it's like Shaun of the Dead is a cult classic. It's it's love. The people who love it or the people who like it love it. The people who don't want nothing to do with it. There's no like in between. Yeah. That's the cult oh, classic Frank. to me, and and I think Princess Bride. You either love it. Or you're you. But what do you love about it, though? The whole fantasy, of, the whole story, the, the fact that there's that Andre the Giant, all these people are are in it. They're all great. It's like Andre the Giant's performance. It's um, what's his face? The I forget Harry. his name. Wallace Shawn. I gotta tell you something. Inconceivable. I thought he was the most annoying. Like. <laughs> Oh, I can't. What am I doing on this podcast with you two? People? Even the inconceivable <laughs> part, like he kept repeating "inconceivable." I'm just like, shut. The you just want to smash him in his face every time he says it, right? Oh, it's so. Oh, you bad. too are. Man, you need to write this in the group text, dude. I'm sitting there going, "This is the guy who gave us Spinal Tap." Like, I don't even. Spinal... What is the matter with you two? Spinal Tap is such genius. 
Such that genius. That is a historical movie. Turn it up to 11. Yeah, None more black. Like that, Those are memorable lines that are hysterical. They're not as memorable as the Princess Bride lines. I'm sorry. Inconceivable. Final is great. But there are far more memorable and far more in quantity, the lines from Princess Bride than there are in Spinal but, Tap. But why? Like, I, to Blave isn't even funny. It's not even funny. Could you, you went into it wanting to hate it. I no, I didn't. You I, went I into it, let's watch this crazy shit. I go, I, I, I was like, I was hyping myself up for it. I'm like, get into this, no. be open to it. I'm like, you can do it. We watched something else first. I don't even remember what it was that we watched. But I just remember thinking, we have this time now. I promised that I would do it. I'm in a good mood. Like, let's, like, now's the time. Like, let me go in. I'm an open heart. I found out that Rob Reiner did it. I was like, Rob Reiner's doing it. There's got to be something to it. And it's just one part of the story into the next. That it's just boring. Very boring. It's very yeah. dull and boring. It's not, I don't know, maybe like if we're in the 80s, we would think it's funny. Yeah. Now? But I'm like, no. Okay, he it's leaves as a farm boy. It's not a movie that could be made now. No, but he leaves as a farm boy and comes back as the pirate. And I'm like, I wonder what the story must be. It must be an interesting tale about how did he get hit on the head? Did he forget who he was? No, it was none of that. He was just gone for five years just because. Because the other pirate was like, oh, your name will precede you. And then you could be like, you know, a killer pirate to everybody. And, the, and so that's what he's. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm falling asleep right now thinking of it. Like huh? this, this, if he loved the girl so much, the second he could get back to her, why didn't he just go back to her? Instead, he sailed the seven seas for five years, just roaming around being the pirate guy. He had to build hands. up his reputation and he had, to, he had to come back when it was right. That was the other part. He had to leave to go make money or something to be a worthy husband. Like what? What? It, in oh, the in the fifteen hundreds or what? Like you have a farm, you have cattle and whatever. That's it. You could make milk that and have steaks, and you're done. Whose farm was it, it though? Wasn't, wasn't his it farm. like her he was father's just a farm boy? It was her farm, and he was just I'm like the farmhand, farm the guy that just boy. that was just there. He was like her servant. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he said as you wish all the time right okay so she fell in love with the servant boy so then just be on the farm like wait, why do you need to go out and make your own way in the world that doesn't make any sense to me I don't know that, yeah, that makes zero something. sense it's like I marry into money but I'm going to leave my wife for 10 years so I could go make a no why just enjoy the money that you, you, you got you guys have together enjoy the farm it's part of the story. Which makes no sense, which is not backed by anything. It's just, there's no, there's no, I don't know. I guarantee if you ask that question in the group text, text you'll get an answer from uh, Antonio. Watch. I haven't watched it in a, in a couple of years, so I can't remember why he left, but. He um, they say in the beginning, he leaves to make his own way in the world. Okay. Right, well. It's like. Did he need to yeah, make a movie about it? And he didn't expect, and then she heard that he was killed. So then the print, the king took her to be the, the bride. Wait, wait, and this is what I love. This is what I love. So you finally, so he makes his own way in the world by being a, a pirate. Right. Right. He, he shows back up with a sword and a bandana. Like, 
where's his money with Liberty Mutual? Like, <laughs> d- w- you know, does he have it in a policy somewhere? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then he's chasing the she. This is what I love. He's going to come back. And he just so happens to come back the day after she's kidnapped. Like he couldn't be there like a day or so before this yeah. whole plot starts and to take place. And there's giants and fire swamps and giant rats. What do you want? It's a fantasy. That was more believable than anything else. The rest, of the, I had less of a problem <laughs> being in a With fit- the fantasy stuff, right? Yeah, because that's just fantasy. That makes sense. There's there's huge holes. There's holes bigger than the rats in the forest in this friggin' plot. Massive <laughs> holes. They're just so terrible. <sighs> You just I, you went into it wanting to hate it. You I put didn't. this off so so far. You you didn't, didn't want to see this movie for years, and it got built up. And then when you finally forced yourself to sit down and watch it, your mind was so closed you didn't want to accept any of this story. Wow, Frank! No, the, I guarantee you're that's angry. What happened. I thought Billy Crystal was really good in it. I liked the guy Montoya, how he kept on repeating his thing. Oh, but even in that scene where, like, he finally gets to take the guy, like, take on the guy, like, that could have been so much better. Like, that was how? so eighties. It was just so like, and Andre the Giant, I thought, kind of stunk in the movie. What did like, you want from him? I don't know. Like, hey. he's Andre the Giant. Did you did you know anything about Andre the Giant that you he? No, but for, a ye- huge for guy years, that couldn't, you know, he had an for years I heard like how really great, great Andre. The, for years I heard how great he was in this movie, and I'm like, he just kind of standing there and doing. Oh, he wasn't an Oscar performance kind of guy. He was just a giant, and he would play. Okay, and then here's know, his, here's his one brute, part. You know, here's one part that kind of turned me off. So they the the pirate guy is finally coming back to catch up to the bride, right? To get they get the girl right. back. He's scaling up this long ass rope. Okay, like flying up the rope, like at a speed like this. They cut the rope, so he's holding onto the rock. He's four feet down on rock. He he can't climb up the rock for four feet. He's shooting up a rope faster than like at like at the little thing at the bank tellers. It just shoots right up in the at the drive through of the bank. He's going that fast climbing a rope, yet he can't climb up a little bit of of rock. First, it was more than four feet. Second. It wasn't just a rock. It was the cliffs of insanity. Third, climbing up a rope is way easier than climbing up a mountain. Oh, Frank. <laughs> Am I You're wrong? not going to win this one, Sam. Did not. Okay. Read some of the reviews of last time's right. show here. That's going to make me feel better. Rank for me <laughs> the top five greatest Rob Reiner films of all time. Is it top five? But, is Princess Bride top five? Th- I think Princess Bride is top five. You're insane. You're no, insane. Not. Spinal Tap, The Prince, uh, um, When Harry Met Sally, A Few Good Men, The American President, uh, and, and The Princess Bride. You got Stand By Me, which you can choose, The Story of Us, which was phenomenal. Um, bucket List was a good one. Don't, no, don't put Bucket List in top five or even top ten. Whoa! I'm just saying, like you can't the, not of Rob Reiner movies. I, I'll give you. Okay, I'll, I will concede that point to you. This movie still doesn't crack his top five. Inconceivable. <laughs> I would say. And on that note, Wolf of Wall Street's in there. Misery. Well, he didn't. Oh, direct no, he's Wolf in Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. He didn't direct. Yeah. Right. Uh, he directed. He directed Misery. I thought. Right. Yes, he did. Misery's up there. I think. 
When Harry but Sally stand by me, Princess Bride. Just admit it. Just oh, say so we can end this podcast. Princess Bride just is say in there. Princess it. Bride I'm doesn't sorry. crack the there. top five of Rob Reiner films of all time. It definitely does. Which sorry, I want to know. I I want to know the film you're leaving out of top five for Princess Bride. Out of when Harry met Sally, Spinal Tap, A Few Good Men, and The American President. Name which one of those four you're leaving out of the top five for Princess Bride. Wait, Harry Met Sally, The American President, Spinal Tap, and what? A Few Good Men. And Princess Bride. That's five. Yeah, but you said Misery oh. was, was great. You oh, Misery. Put okay, misery okay. So name. I would leave out... Uh, I'd put American President as number six. Uh, you just... I can't... I, you can't be a part of this Good anymore. movie. Great movie. Say goodbye but to Frank, everybody. Princess this is his last show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Gladly. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> the Princess of Pride. You can't... You lose this, this, this argument with almost anybody that's seen it. All Except right. these two. <laughs> More. <No. laughs> when did you see it, Janine? Oh, my God. Years ago. And you hated it then? About how old were you? I didn't think it's 20s? good. Yeah, the thing is, is I didn't even really hate it. I just, it was just, it's just kind of there, right? Like, it's right. Just... It's I don't hate it, but I don't love it like our friends do. It's just you know? classic. It's one of those. I guess maybe, yeah, you had to have seen it maybe when you were a kid. Maybe that helped because it's ingrained in your childhood. But yeah, I would still watch it today. It's like it's got some great, you know, lines, characters. Uh, you know the whole the whole thing. You can just sit down and watch it at any point. It's just not making. You're not saying anything. <laughs> you just think. What does he say? Great characters and lines, like. Oh God. I, I suggest we move on and agree to disagree because <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna get on the same page with this. All right. Well, final thoughts. I'll leave it up to you. Uh, see the Princess Bride. It's a classic. One of Rob Reiner's best. <laughs> Um, these two are nuts <laughs> and if you don't believe me believe all the people in the uh, comment section of our last <laughs> podcast video Janine final thoughts now that people all over the internet are calling you stupid and Janine oh. is getting the full wrath of the internet which I enjoy so much because why is that? having done this for so long like I I've had people take shots at me for the last I don't know a long period of time and since we started putting, since the channel on YouTube started, it's been three, four years or so of people just like, I hate what this guy is saying. <laughs> like this guy. So, like, that's the thing. Like when you just say, like, they were, I would be reporting on a story, not reporting, but I'd be like, hey, this is what happened today with this. And they'd be like, this guy sucks because they just hate what happened to the person that they love, you know? So I've been dealing with that for years and years and years. And now I feel like Janine is starting to get a little bit of it. So how does that feel for you, Janine? Well, it feels like I've made it. Um, Congratulations. But here's my thing. Yeah. I've never once commented on a YouTube video. So these people must have a lot of time to actually go there and comment. You know what I mean? You know, you, you'll, you go through it and... Because I stopped reading all of them, but I do read I do read some of them. You go through it and you realize the ones who do comment that are there are I would say one out of 
400 maybe are like great comments like wait we have more depends. than 400 comments oh, it yeah. depends on the top if you read some of the comments on some of videos it depends on the topic of the video if it's a controversial topic you're gonna get a lot of bad comments and nasty yeah. things so if it's uh, an ordinary like i watch artists i i, I watch artists uh, drawing sometimes on on youtube they have channels like that and there's not a negative comment in there because right. it's a very it's like, yeah yeah it's a very chill topic it's nothing controversial so once you bring up something like like the uh uh pandemic you're gonna get a lot of people with negative stuff yeah, because you're only finding people that were seeking out that video to watch it and, exactly. and, and get all juiced up on it. Right. And one of the things that we criticize in that video are people that go and watch videos to get all juiced up on them. And then <laughs> something like, this guy sucks. <laughs> you mean like the videos we're making? This girl stinks. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. But I had a I video. Have to go look at them. I had a video that went that did really, really well years ago, and it's still being viewed to this day. And just like two days ago, some guy wrote, like, actually, I think what this guy is saying is really, you know, dead on target you can see like like connected with everything in the video and i was like this only took two and a half years whereas you look at everybody else's comments like this guy stinks this guy sucks and what does this guy know and the other thing was is in this particular video i was really one of the first people to i, I wouldn't i didn't break the story but i was one of the first people to deliver it on youtube so it was getting to a lot of people before it was confirmed in their little world and so like they would just go ape and just shit on everything and it just takes a little while sometimes so that's what it is once you bring up something crazy all the crazies come out we'll have to revisit the pandemic video five years from now g and see how people Ooh, are doing i love it. it yeah well we have so only gonna get worse. Our bodies mind control yeah. All right, uh, that'll do it for us. Rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much for watching. This would was this podcast was a potpourri and all over the place. And it's fun it to was. kind of do those every now and then. Uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Have a good one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.